0: off let's hear who we have at the table players and
1: characters Han will you begin hello I am Hannah playing Winnie guardian of the shared sky Brennan
2: I'm Brennan I'm playing brother Arcos Gerard priest of Furia.
0: and Rob
3: I'm Rob playing Magnus Vale master of day and night
0: and I am Amelia Somme you're GM, and we're just going to skip a little bit forward in time. Um, you all have rested at the House of the Autumnal Court. You've gathered your things and begin to embark on your journey. I assume there was nothing you needed necessarily in town. I assume you have stocked up on basic supplies and things for a wilderness journey. I'm not going to like call you on
1: that. Um if there's any, I remember Tanvi gave me a list of errands to run for him. If there's any I can get done without, like, spending too much time, without, like, holding up the group, I'll check those off the list right okay. now.
0: I would... Okay, so Tanvi has, like, just... It is quite uh, a kitchen sink of various tasks that Tanvi wants for you. Uh-huh. Um, So... If you can tell me, basically, I'm going to have you roll for this. Okay. For, um, it's, I'd say there's probably about 10 or so things on the list. Okay. So if you get a raise, you'll get, I guess, whatever number. mm -hmm. Give me a sec. I will say one raise, you're able to get two things done. Two raises, you're able to get five things done. And three raises, you can get all ten done.
1: Cool. What, um, what am I rolling?
0: That's... How do you think Winnie is going about this? What do you think Winnie's course of action is? You're in the Feywild. I don't want to do ten NPC interactions. Right. But how do you think Winnie approaches this?
1: Um, mm, I feel like you it would I, be a common knowledge.
0: Okay. Just knowing. Because
1: yeah, I, I feel like it's stuff like deliver this letter it's know. like
0: deliver a letter it's like picking up dry cleaning yeah. <laughs> it's oh, like you're, um, you're not gonna I pick up
3: tanvi's dry cleaning are to you take
0: things from this place and like i need you to take you know this pot i had commissioned and deliver it to this baker and the baker I have has to do these some scones. side quests really quick and then yeah it's just like those kinds of a side quests and so i think common knowledge makes sense if you're approaching it from the like the Wild, things work differently here. How do you talk to people, and how do you like essentially find the quickest dialogue option to get yeah, through literally. conversations?
1: Yeah. Okay, cool. Common knowledge it is then.
3: Winnie, don't oh. don't take this the wrong way, but you are like so important to and to be doing this man's Listen, laundry. Listen, if someone julies.
1: needs my help, there's no task too small. There, we have some time. It's gonna be fine. I did offer. At the have end of the day. Have you considered?
4: The entire world needs your help at the moment.
1: The whole world can wait just a second. It can wait a morning. To yeah? so do
3: this Mopi lads laundry.
1: I listen, I, I'll be right back. It'll be quick. Um, I rolled an 11. So that's two raises, I think, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. So you get about half the list done.
4: Magnus, what shall we do in I her Magnus. absence? <laughs>
3: Um, Magnus is gonna buy, uh, is there a place to buy, like, little ice creams for everybody? While, <laughs> yeah, you can While Winnie's out shopping and, like, doing yeah. weird chores and The stuff.
2: Feywild I ice say, cream's gonna be so good.
1: Yeah, go ahead
0: and, uh, you're gonna try and look for an ice cream shop. What are you rolling for that? What are you, what are you... Uh... What's your goal here? Um... You gonna ask someone? I mean, you could just ask Morovi or, um, any of the, the various V clan.
3: Um... Yes. What was um, uh, what was the sister's name? Chelvy. 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 I yeah. I'll ask Chelvy. Um, excuse me, dear Chelvy. Would you know where to find um, some ice cream or something sweet to eat while Winnie's doing her mom chores or whatever? I.
0: I think I can recommend a good place. Uh, heads or tails. Heads. All right. Um, so what you're going to need to do is walk about a hundred feet into the forest and scream for ice cream. And that's
3: can all. I, can I? Uh, can I make a fat notice check to see if she's lying to me? Yeah. Is she pulling my leg?
2: What a prank, though.
0: It is a very difficult uh, read, just so you know.
3: Yeah, she's a very good straight man, it seems. Um, Mm
0: -hmm.
3: uh, This is very interesting advice, Jelvi. Oh, that's going to explode. So that's going to be a 17.
0: Oh, with a 17, seems on the up and up.
3: So you said walk uh, how many meters into the woods and shout that?
0: um about 35 meters
3: 35 okay
0: yeah, would you want one too
3: you want to come with me
0: no i'm good okay see how
3: know. many how many do we have see julian Craig, oh you'll all have myself, to scream you can't you have to get ghost. one it's one per all right uh does anybody else want one uh
4: absolutely um yes are, are we sure this is the only way to obtain ice cream in this realm Ah, come on, it'll be fun. Let's go shout in the woods. I cannot remember the last time you said, Ah, come on, it'll be fun, Argos, where my hair didn't end up on fire.
3: Well, sometimes it freezes. Sometimes there really is ice cream, and I think this is a good bet. Uh, Magnus is going to start walking in the woods.
0: Yeah, um, and uh, Julian and Craig seem interested in following you, and Askerath takes up the rear as per usual. So you go about a hundred feet or so into the woods. It's nice. You're in a pretty safe area. You're still basically on the V the, the estate, yeah, the autumnal court. Um are you what do you do now?
3: Uh I look at Julian and nudge him and say, All right, you first.
0: Oh, no, no, no. I wouldn't wanna you 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 better test it out since you're the highest ranking uh magic user among us. I figured you'd be a lot more experienced here, in the fairy world, right?
3: But you know what, Julian? I just realized that Craig is our guest, so it would be polite to make him go first.
0: I vote Craig. No, I'm gonna make you persuade Craig.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, my persuasion is not uh, too good.
0: This will also be difficult.
3: That was uh, just a six.
0: Yeah, uh Craig looks at you and says I'm lactose intolerant, so.
3: Ah, uh, sure you are. Um, well then I suppose there's nothing to be done about it. And it was I want ice cream, am I correct? Am I- uh
0: she said you need to scream for ice cream. <laughs>
3: Magnus uh, steps. uh, Is there like a clearing or are we just like in deep woods?
0: You're just in the woods. There's just woods. It's nice wood.
3: Um, I think Magnus is going to use like a little bit of thaumaturgy on his voice um, Mm -hmm. and say, Ice cream, ice cream, we scream for ice cream. And then sort of just gesture his hands up.
1: Cone ready. Yeah.
3: In In a V.
0: Um, give me a spirit roll.
3: A spirit
0: roll? Let's
2: go. (laughs) Uh, Do the ice cream gods favor, Magnus. Winnie goes grocery shopping. (laughs) Magnus does the ice cream side quest. (laughs) (laughs) Or you can freeze time, they can freeze milk. What's the difference?
1: That's
3: That's an 11.
0: Um, yeah, with an 11, you scream for ice cream. And as your hands are outstretched, you feel something in your palm, and it materializes into a perfect waffle cone oh. with ice cream that is a pale green and pink swirl. Well, this
3: is delightful. I'm going to take a look of it. What does it taste like? Pistachio and strawberry? Something
0: like that? Uh, it tastes like a Friday afternoon.
3: Oh. Oh. You guys need to get some of this. This is
2: a vibe. I mm. I, I will follow in to the woods as well.
4: And, uh... <coughs> ice cream! I shall scream for ice cream.
0: And in your hand, similarly, an ice cream cone forms. This one is... Pale blue with deep purple glitter.
2: Ooh, oh, I love the glitter. Oh, God, I love glitter so much. Um, That was Brennan, not Arcos. <laughs> what, what's it? I
1: no, I want kind of... Arcos to have said that in that voice. <laughs> wrong. His voice yeah, is canon now for a as
2: second. the GM. <laughs> canon. <laughs> it's a weird, he's got a weird voice change in there. Um, could, you, uh, could you hit me with what it tastes like?
0: Yeah, it tastes like um you know that feeling when you have a bag of chips and you think you ate the last chip <laughs> and then you open it and there's another one left the
2: bonus chip yeah <laughs> oh, that
3: is the greatest taste in the world thank you amelia wait arcos do you want to try a little bit of mine i could try a little bit of do like a little swap situation it
4: seems like an equitable solution
3: yeah, trade for As you guys
0: are doing that, you hear a voice say, Ice cream for ice cream. <laughs> and Askarath gets uh, a cone appears. And this one, it looks like water in a gel.
4: Whoa. What's it taste like?
0: She tastes it. And says, It tastes like that moment when you first dive into a pool and you just break the water tension of the surface oh. and uh, Craig and Julian both uh, yell for their ice cream and uh, yeah you I assume you ask what it tastes like Idea uh, uh, yeah, do <laughs> yeah. oh. Yeah, uh, Julian gets one that is bright, deep, like maroon, burgundy red and uh, tastes it. And it tastes like the feeling of seeing fireworks for the first time. (laughs) It's just concentrated
2: childlike wonder.
0: Yeah. And when Craig does this, uh, Craig actually gets two cones. And uh taste one and um it tastes like uh the feeling of leaning your head against a cold window in a rainstorm. It's this beautiful deep grey kind of like whipped cream consistency swirl. Um Craig does not eat the other one.
3: Oh, did you grab one for Winnie? That's a good call.
0: Yeah, I figured uh, she'd probably want to get in on this. Yeah. You guys didn't seem to know how to get to so.
1: Oh, um, okay. So when he's gonna walk up, I think she probably hears you screaming from the edge of the woods. Yeah. Um, Normal yeah. stuff. Ah, uh, you guys figured out my favorite ice cream place. Did you get? Did anyone get the flavor where it feels like putting on your favorite jacket for the first time in the fall? That's my favorite.
3: I got the feeling of a Friday
4: afternoon. That was just right.
1: That one's pretty good. I got,
4: I got the feeling of the bonus chip at the bottom of a bag of chips.
1: That one's that one's good too.
0: Oh, I got an extra one for you, Winnie.
1: Oh, thank you. And she takes it. Like, what does it look like? And what does it taste like? I want to know. Um, <laughs> this one is
0: uh, a soft lavender and tan and pink. And it's less like sparkles in a glitter sense and more in that way that cellophane refracts different colors of light and sheen. And when you taste it, you get the feeling of hearing your son laugh for the first time.
1: Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, this is a... Good flavor.
4: <clears throat> what does it taste like? Is it spicy? Uh, it, uh. Your eyes seem to be a bit wet.
1: It uh. It it tastes like Envy's laugh.
3: Oh. Wait, it's finally my time.
0: Insight check to see <laughs> okay. if Winnie is lying. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. This I forgot they don't know. It's been so long since we've recorded.
3: Okay, um, I forget what up we roll for this. Uh, notice, notice, right? Yeah.
1: Do I contest that at all? Um, yeah. Oh, we Persu-
3: exploded.
1: Persuasion, <laughs> perhaps? <laughs> um, yeah. Or performance? No, let's do persuasion. Um, let's do persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I kind of want to do performance. I'm going to do worse on that, though. Okay, fine. You can do good. Thank you. Okay, I got a nine.
3: Uh, I got a seventeen. Bruh! (laughs)
4: Oh my (laughs)
3: god!
1: What the element?
3: When the when the D ten explodes, y'all.
0: Yeah. Um. So when he's lying, you can kind of tell. There's like something, but um it's like you don't really know what um
1: yeah i dare you to question like her so- about her dead wife right now i dare you to do that <laughs> no. in front of all these people
3: this is i think magnus is In fact that like this is like, a good enough moment where like this is a weird time for the lie to be detected so he's very much just gonna not address it and just move on um well, this was a fun little excursion. Um, did you get your errands done that you needed to do before we leave? Yeah,
1: for now. He can he can wait on the rest of them. But I'm I'm ready to move out if the rest of y'all are.
3: Ah, uh, sure. Oh, into the open realms. Um, do we need to pack anything special?
1: I don't think so. Just whatever we got. An open mind, perhaps
4: been working on that lately i'll bring the open most open openest most open one i possess
1: good to hear
3: uh craig is there anything that uh you need before we go
0: oh um no no i'm good
3: cool are you along for the ride on this one or do you have something that you need to do in the open realms as well <laughs>
0: No, I don't have other things. No, I'm good. Cool. Cool.
3: All right, lead the way.
0: Everyone kind of looks around, I guess, at everyone else.
2: I look at Winnie when I. Oh say yeah, that. I mean, I, I look I, at Winnie as well. I
1: think any Winnie yeah. would know where to go, so we can we can take off. Yeah, you basically just pick a direction
0: and start walking. The Feywild doesn't have like a. Right. Like a Euclidean geometry it follows. Yeah. So you just. You walk away with the intention of heading outward. Yeah.
1: Morovi said something about following my heart, right? <laughs> I'm going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: So what does Winnie following her heart look like? Ooh. Or feel like, rather?
1: Um. I think in this instance, she's going somewhere where she's never been before. So I think she looks back on all of the memories she made here with Envy in this area and um, moves away from the familiarity. So like following her heart in in the sense of like, I know where my heart has been, so I, I want it to take me somewhere it hasn't been. that makes sense
0: okay yeah so as you begin walking and it's worth noting that it isn't like you know you're in the court and then boom you're magically in the open realm you've like there are parts of the open realm that have been that are known it's not just a sort of abyss of a labyrinth so i think as you begin walking outside of the The area controlled by the court which takes a while because it's not just this sort of city Um, you take to common roads or paths really uh, through open plains through woods um, and swampy areas there's all in a perpetual sort of autumn it's brisk Some areas, I'm thinking like the swamps areas are kind of warm and humid, but the like as more of like a rainy season situation, whereas uh, the rest is very cool. There's always a light breeze that seems to be ever at your back. And you begin thinking on these memories of when you were just kids and didn't know better and were traveling in places that were probably a little bit dangerous and neither of you, you knew what danger was. Uh, you didn't know the extent. I think <laughs> all I can think about is like all of these PSAs that we have for like not playing around on well sites. Yeah. Where you're like, oh yeah, this probably isn't safe. And then you get older and you look back and you're like, holy shit, I'm <laughs> yeah. alive. Great. Yeah. Um, and you move through that and You know, remembering some of these places that you actually have gone through, you pass through again. Some of them are pretty common that you've passed through dozens of times. And then you begin moving from those memories of specific placehoods to the feelings of memories of when you're older, going to a place like your kitchen, the porch outside, watching the sunset in a summer night. Um, And then you catch yourself thinking about summer and you sort of switch back to autumn. And it's warm sweaters for Avi. And you keep pulling at memories of Envy as if you can sort through all of them and place them aside and get to an area where they're just blank note cards ready to write stories on. And I think there's a part of you... um, who realizes in this attempt to recall that is disappointed because you can, you kind of, by this point, a lot of your memories, I would say of Envy, are also the memories of remembering them. And you kind of go through that deck and you begin thinking of things that she must've been there for. Then you also thinking of Avi being there and there's a dissonance And you sort of, as you're guiding people through this place, losing yourself a little bit into a sort of meditative state. Um, And there is a not insignificant amount of loneliness, I think, as you parse through the memories with envy, the memories in the autumnal court, and remember that you don't get to add to those anymore. And as you guide and walk, your friends, your traveling companions, you all notice that the land through which you traverse over the course of this next day, go fairly quickly from this warm, welcoming autumn, as it seems you're approaching a much colder, drier winter, and What Winnie knows is that the area that you are traveling is skirting the outer edges of the boundaries of the winter court. And not going toward it, but going adjacent to it, you feel that you are in an area that you are unfamiliar with. And things begin getting darker. Twilight sky begins to swallow some of the stars that keep it alight. As you go further and further from Olfeian civilization, the inverse of what you would expect would happen. The night sky grows barren. And there are two moons. One crescent, one half, lighting your way, sterile blue light, as you begin to walk outward. A day goes by. You all set up camp.
1: Yeah, we set up camp. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I
2: didn't
4: know if that was the question. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> Great.
4: I'll take first watch.
1: All right. If you see anything weird, holler.
4: Weird as in Feywilds weird, or as in Open Realms weird? What, what constitute? What's the threshold for weird? Here?
1: Uh, just a, like anything you don't recognize, perhaps. Trust your instinct. Hmm.
4: All right, I will do just that.
0: Go ahead and roll me a notice check for the evening, Arcos.
2: Let's see here. Now, what is my notice? D4, right, because I don't know this shit for some reason. What a weird fucking character design, Brennan. Okay. Uh, ooh. That is... To be fair, is... it's only gotten worse. <laughs> that's true. I, d- I think I did drop it at some point. Uh, that's six.
0: Okay what are you thinking about what are you looking for or looking at
2: see that's the problem is (laughs)
0: it's it's
2: a very new experience i think i would be looking for anything that would um my instructions were to anything i find weird based off my instincts so anything i think that on a spiritual level i would say is ominous or i find threatening towards myself or my friends
0: Having described the vibe of the scene that I just did, I want to know what is Arcos feeling in this moment as everyone around him goes to sleep and you take watch?
2: Um, oh, boy. <laughs> you know, honestly, a little bit lonely, I think. Um, you know, the thing about Twilight at this time, when everybody's going to bed and the way everything's lit up is you start out with a bunch of people around you and then all of a sudden they're all gone because <laughs> everyone's going to bed and uh, the sun's going down and you're transitioned from from light to dark. And I think think that in and of itself is really emblematic of what Arcos feels and all of a sudden being alone with your thoughts. The two moons is also something that he would be uh, very interested in from your description. I, I think it's looking up at Moons, this form of nature, is something that would be ever-present. Something that I think Arcos would find a lot of comfort in. And now there's two of them. That's a little weird. Are there two moons normally in crate? Or how many moons do we normally have in the world?
0: Oh, there's got to be at least three. Okay, so <laughs> we're, coming, we're, we're going down to
2: two moons What, no. I'm going to
0: make a fantasy world and only have one <laughs> yeah, moon? Yeah, no, not you. Come on. Not you.
2: So... Those, those two moons up there, they're, they're new moons and I think he would probably spend most of his time, hopefully not all of his time he's supposed to be keeping watch, but uh, looking at the moons and meditating uh, The the those like, what's the word I'm looking for? Astronomical, otherworldly beings that are the only ones keeping him company. Um, you know, that it's that feeling when you have a little bit too much time to think and you had quiet time you weren't expecting and you're alone with your own thoughts and you're just like going over the recent events of your life and thinking a bit too much about them like the fact that the aesthetic of my entire church is entirely wrong that's a good one too
0: yeah you yeah, gotta <laughs> find some interior designer somewhere um yeah I, so i would say it's just, uh, an interest oh
2: you want to no, no it's just it's just it's just funny to think i, I think that he's been thinking about that this whole time but now that we're no longer doing interplanar jumps and uh doing all sorts of lunacy having time to really sit and reassess he's literally like god we've been worshiping the god the wrong way
0: (laughs) yeah and as you sit there um the interesting thing about loneliness is that being alone really only exists in the context of others And I think something that is perhaps a bit more unsettling than just being alone is feeling like you are alone, but also thinking maybe you're not. And as you stare out into the wilderness and the skies, these, you've been assuming this whole time you've been walking amongst trees, but the longer you look at them, All of the flora and fauna in this place has been different from what you expect. They're so much more gray than you were expecting, different from the way the blight operates. It just feels like the color has been sucked out of them. And do you have a fire going or no?
2: Yeah, I have a little... I'll think I made a little mini fire for myself away from the main campfire, just to keep myself warm. Yeah.
0: The way that the fire flickers, you're looking at the pattern of the bark and the shadows. They flit as the flames ebb and flow. And then you look closer and realize every now and then they shuffle on their own as if there is something outside of these trees that are moving. And you stare up at the black sky with these two beams of light, these two moons, and you're thinking about Firia, your god, and how you know them as a paragon of a very certain brand of order of a very clear hierarchy in which you were indoctrinated and believed in and have heavily benefited from. And you're thinking about the shadow in the darkness in the cave of almost certain death, as it has been called, and that meeting you had when you were entirely surrounded by that loneliness and that presence. And as you look up, As if the two moons were a pair of eyes, it blinks and opens back as if nothing changed. And you look back and you see the shuffling on the shadows, on the trees, every so often. And then it subsides.
2: Under my breath, I'll say,
4: show yourself. Damn. <clears throat> if there's a presence here, speak. I'm listening. <sighs> well, it's been par for the course lately. Um, perhaps that was a sign. You know, maybe this would be a good time. Can I...
2: Can I hit the amulet real quick?
0: Oh my god! Now
2: <laughs> I don't know. I'm like alone on a watch, and I'm just it's concentrating
3: self-improvement hour. Not Arco's like...
1: abandoning post to go <laughs> to go do bad things. <laughs> you had a whole party of people.
0: You can wait, one of them up. But yeah, no, you can.
2: I don't think it's. I don't think it's the smartest tactical decision. I think that if there's going to be a time I'm going to do this, when I'm sitting here contemplating life and getting signs from an otherworldly being, it's just going to be now or never.
0: Yeah. If
2: we were were playing Fire Emblem, I would not... (laughs) This would not be the way I would do it. I've never
0: played Fire Emblem. I don't know. All I know is Smash Brothers. If we're playing... (laughs) Those are the ones that you make flirt with Zelda and Peach, obviously. (laughs) Come (laughs) on. (laughs) Bro. Is that... Yeah, I... have what? Have you never played Smash Brothers Melee, Rob?
3: I just don't understand. Subspace what, Emissary, that... dog. Ah, uh, yes. And you've baked. F- flirt with da- wait what I'm yeah confused. you
0: plug in all of the controllers you have yes. four characters <laughs> and then uh-huh. it's like playing Barbies except it's with Smash yes. so you open it up <laughs> to Hyrule Temple <laughs> and then you and then you you just you have a good time this is blowing mm, okay. my and so mind then you right can now. like
3: then, then you can name the characters specific things
0: True. No, I kept the names. <laughs> okay,
3: so you'd be I like Link and could. Zelda and then yeah. Well, okay. I never
0: played Zelda and I never played any of the Fire Emblem games, so I'm like, yeah, sure. Mark can be here or whatever his Mark. name was.
4: Mark.
3: <laughs> so, so Arcos is playing Smash Bros in the woods. <laughs>
0: yeah, so <laughs> so
3: alone.
1: literally. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so you you take it, you've established that you've set up a tidy fire a little bit further mm-hmm. away from camp. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um, So you pull out your amulet.
2: I'm going to click the stone in the middle and make a call.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, this is interesting.
4: It's been a while. Uh, How have you been?
0: Uh, You see a person begin to, or not a person, you see like some black smoke. Begin to trail out of the amulet and form into a person who you are familiar with. Well, this is not. This is a little out of the way for you, Arcos. What are you doing here? <clears throat>
4: it's a long story. Um, just helping out a friend or two and possibly uh-huh. saving the world. Look. You're
0: always saving the world.
4: My ego does not need to be any larger, my friend. But thank you for the compliment. (laughs) Hmm. Look, I, um... Some things have happened. I've, uh, traveled about. I've...
0: I can see that.
4: Yes, I've learned some things about my friends. I've... Come face to face with some shortcomings of mine, or two. Multiple. And?
0: Such as?
4: (laughs) Sometimes. One thing that the Church of Fyria is very good at is blinding people by their own light and using the dazzling reel of their interesting philosophies to try and make people forget what they're actually doing. It's very effective in maintaining order, but, um, some could call that indoctrination. Anyway, um, I'm afraid at some point I lost my way and perhaps I fell a little bit too in, I fell too in love with myself. And even talking about... Yeah. I believe I deserve that. But... At some point recently... I... I saw Magnus... Come face to face with his own brother. And... At the time, I thought it was pretty normal, but the way he took in his enemy and treated him with respect and as a brother first it's inspiration um I've seen Winnie clearly one or two things has troubled her over the years and, and yet she still puts others first and it occurred to me I've spent two years traveling the world saving it
0: mm-hmm. of course you mentioned.
4: yes and, thought to put myself as holier than the, each of them. And I was wrong. And then I also saw Askarathicad, and she keeps a oh, running. Oh, your run. ex. That's. <clears throat> I would say that she is a current companion, before I would say oh, she's an ex lover. Current
0: companion.
4: Let's just, let's not make this.
0: Should we get her here too?
4: Absolutely not.
0: I think it could be fun.
4: Fun is great and all, but the point is, I'm not as good of a man as I thought I was. And I also met God, and God's actually goth, and not made of sunlight. I've been wrong about a lot of things, and honestly, there's a few things I've learned, and one of them is the only thing that's certain is change, and perhaps that is part of certainty is that things don't stay the same. The difference, there's order and change do not have to be at odds with one another. There can be ordered change, there doesn't need to be chaos every time something improves, and perhaps clinging to tradition like it's our lifeblood just to prevent change is not what Fury would want at all.
0: and so what do you think feria wants
4: i haven't gotten that far yet but i know and it is so... still clear from what perhaps they don't want and so... the journey to figure it out is worth it in of itself
0: so if i can get this straight you have a god you have a belief system You've decided that that is wrong. So you still have the God and you don't know what the belief system is. You know it has to change. And so in order to appease this God who you say is different than what you thought they were, you're just going to keep trying to earn their favor the same way that you were beforehand. Just with less ego.
4: (laughs) The less ego part is important regardless, but it's not about earning favor, it's whether they favor me or not, it's me trying to do the right thing, and perhaps by tearing down some older institutions, it's the right thing to do, whether Fury likes it or not.
0: Interesting. Well, I do like tearing things down, so, what does this have to do with me?
4: Well, as we're going you want to tear
0: some things down, burn down a church, I'd love to burn down a church.
4: Well, no, that's perhaps where you, the part where you come in, um,
0: mm-hmm.
4: change and destruction don't always have to go hand in hand. Perhaps there's a kind way we could forceful, but I just think that God, I'll tell you. I was never good at this kind of thing. You can come with us.
0: I'm a little confused. <laughs> Arcus, what do you mean I can come with you?
4: Well, currently it's um when I am um, you come. If you want to, when I call you, and we hang out for a while, have some good times, and then we move on. But, um...
0: I'm a little confused. Is that not the arrangement we already had?
4: It is the arrangement. But, uh, perhaps, maybe we'll be fighting some monsters or something, and we could use your destructive power that way. I I don't know.
0: Oh, interesting. So, you want some help in whatever various battles you find yourself wandering into? I mean, Arcos, you've always been able to call on me.
4: I know. And you don't have to come either, but... I think the arrangement we've always had, it's, it's time for it to end. But we could still be friends.
0: Interesting.
4: Interesting was not what I was hoping for, but I'm here to listen.
0: Sure. Well, I mean, I'm happy to close the arrangement we had and negotiate a new contract um, once you settle up settle up Yes. You've been calling on me for services for several years with the expectation essentially putting it on a tab. You don't seem interested in uh paying. How how would you like to settle up? I could take some of your soul. You could owe me a favor and then we can negotiate uh something new. Mm.
4: Well, sometimes some of somebody course has you could g- take
0: the offer I gave you, of doing some favors for my employer.
4: That might be a little bit far.
0: Hmm.
4: What?
3: Well, you I... wanted
0: to change, right? Do something different. I was thinking You've something in the, the middle. Quite a bit of debt over the past while.
4: That's an excellent point. Look, fair is fair. Um hmm. <clears throat> let me let me spend some time consulting my compatriots, perhaps. Cause I'll be honest. I probably shouldn't have been doing this anyway.
3: What an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> not here!
0: <laughs> How much time do you want, Arcos?
4: Enough time would be great.
0: Give me a deadline. Now that you have formally entered our contract, of course the longer you go without paying, the more interest you will rack
4: up. What were you, an accounting major? Interest?
0: I'm a sort of accountant.
4: Can you give me one month?
0: One month. Excellent. Um, She takes your hand and um, like, turns your wrist over so your palm is facing up and then pulls her hand from the sort of bend of your elbow up to up across the edge of your fingertips and on your wrist you see an hourglass Jesus, and it's very very slowly begins to pour like a tattoo one month
4: I've always admired you for your honesty, so grant it to me one more time. Were you ever my friend, or was it purely transactional?
0: What is a friend to you, Argos?
4: I asked you first.
0: My friends settle their debts.
4: My friends don't have to. I mean, I Click the button.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it goes back in.
2: I, I'm sure that she can no longer hear me, but I'm gonna, yeah. like, cast the the am- underground and just say to myself, just...
4: <sighs> At this point, it's all but certain that I'll end up owing when you had Magnus more than they've ever given me. And I'm also just as certain that they're happy to do it.
0: Do you leave the amulet on the ground?
2: Okay, so it would look cool to, like, burn it, but practically, like, I I need a way to contact the way to, to, to pay the debt or whatever. Um, I'll probably just end up having to just leave it there for the rest of my watch and pick it back up when I'm done.
0: Okay. You leave it on the ground and you kind of go back to looking around the sky, the trees, the loneliness, as it always does when company leaves, deepens. And... As what you expect to be morning, though you realize the sun does not rise <laughs> as that's not how things work here. The sky that has stretched upon in your travels appears to be here to stay. You um, your friends wake up about seven or eight hours later and when you go to reach down for the amulet, it is swallowed. By the ground.
2: Is there any mark of its existence or is it just flush?
0: Just flush.
2: Just to make certain, can I grab a fistful of dirt?
0: Yeah, you kind of paw through the dirt a little bit. (laughs) It's not there.
2: Um, I'm going to take out uh, just just rip off a piece of cloth from my from my cloak and then wrap the a piece some of the dirt up into the in the cloth and tie it shut easy enough and just put it on as a necklace under my cloak and look up at the moons and just say
4: i hope this is the right thing you don't have to listen to me if you are listening, I hope it's the right thing to do. And if, at the end, all I can do is pay for my crimes, then justice may be served.
3: Uh, Who are you talking to, bud?
4: Oh, sorry, I was... I'm writing a play. Sort of a passion play. I was just going over my lines.
1: Oh, I'd love to hear it. What's it about? Fuck, you (laughs) can... (laughs) <laughs> if I'm going to be trying. called out on my lie, I'm going to call you out on yours. God, no, I fully support this. Stupid.
4: <laughs> it's about a man who owes a great deal of debt to some gnomes and has to figure out how to pay it back.
1: Well, what did he do okay, for the you gnomes? You
3: need to tell me what you know about these gnomes right now. Are they after me? <laughs> Have they been talking to you?
4: No, sorry. It was just a, just, just. It was just an idea I had. I got the idea from a. Anyway, uh, yes. Right. So he owes a great deal of debt yes. to the gnomes, and um.
1: She be- she puts tea in your hands while you're talking about this. Some <laughs> uh, some wake up tea.
4: <laughs> and so, uh, thank you, Winnie. Yes, and so, oh, that's some good tea. What's in this tea?
0: Leaves arsenic. <laughs>
4: Askerath, yes, good to see you. Um, Have you ever written a play before? No. I'll tell you. you know, neither have I. So these, this tea, what do you think of the tea, Askerath?
3: Tastes like tea. Does it smell like sulfur to anybody else?
4: Okay, so a while back in my deepest, darkest despair, I started a contract to meet up with a demon. We had lots of fun. Now I'm horribly in debt and have one month to pay it off.
1: What? Well, that's the there tea the for you. Shit. I'm sorry. This is part of your play? Or is this re- Is this about the-, the gnomes?
3: So, uh what did she ask for then?
1: Oh, this is real. Wait, what did you mean you had fun
0: with a demon like were you like Esdeath burning shit down in the countryside? Or... Yeah, let's
4: let's go with that. Um can no, How long? With, can I speak with you alone for a second?
0: Fine.
4: Alright,
2: I'm just gonna go up go off for a second and say,
4: look. You remember many years ago when <clears throat> I was called in as part of the faith militant to destroy a blighted community, but it was not in fact blighted and I burned down a few dozen civilians at their homes.
0: Yeah. I recall.
4: And afterwards I became a little bit distant, possibly belligerent, and we ended up going our separate ways. Yes? Between my guilt of killing innocents and... Losing you... A couple weeks went by and... When I was... Ruling out some demon worshippers, I came across a certain artifact... Which connected me to this demon. And it was a sort of... Solace in my dark times.
0: So, like... You became friends with a demon to cope with the fact that you accidentally killed a village, yes that doesn't <sighs> oh, okay, so like, what did this demon have you do like? go kill more like do you have a secret double life were you going and doing things for core like what what does that even mean
4: it was a romantic involvement with what i thought was the one being who was evil enough to not judge me for my actions
0: are you fucking kidding me
4: i wish i were
0: so I you do. were just fucking away your guilt With a demon.
4: The guilt It was
0: connected to a necklace that you picked up from a cult that you were supposed to be, you know, getting rid of, but I guess you just kind of picked up where they left off?
4: That is correct. Yes.
0: Because you were so sad because I dumped you.
4: Honestly, it was the trauma for my actions before that mm-hmm. certainly made it worse, but probably yeah. not
0: just that very traumatic. Well, how did that work out for you Arcos that fix you that make you feel better do you feel do you feel proud of the choices you made since then? Do you feel like you've grown
4: took a lot of introspection to be able to break it off. Oh, I'm sure. Anyway. There's nothing I can do but tell you the truth.
3: Mm hmm
0: And what exactly am I supposed to do with the truth?
4: It is yours to do with whatever you please. I'm Not asking for a favor.
0: Well, you're damn straight.
4: The reason I brought this up to you first is... In the context of what happened between us... And the events that led up to me making these decisions... The village is a core part. And... Mm -hmm. I wanted... ...to make sure it was okay if I brought it up to my friends.
0: (sighs) Fuck you, Arcos. Fair enough. You can tell him whatever you need to. The fact... I... ...am not here for you.
4: I'd be surprised if you were. In fact, me being here is what I thought would be enough to drive you away. I always thought you were here in spite of me.
0: (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god. We're still here. We're still here where we were. The night we broke up. Because at the end of it, You can't conceive that this doesn't have to do with you, that the decisions I make are not about you, whether I'm doing something because I love you, because I hate you, because I'm thinking about you. And even now, you wanted to tell me because you wanted my permission so you could go tell your friends. I, you know, just, I'm glad that you're learning. And that you're growing. And I'm happy. That you can share this. Because that means. There's nothing. Tethering us together. And I sincerely hope. You figure out. What it means. What all of this. What fear ya, what light and dark and life and death means. How to live for someone else. I'm going to go clean up. Try not to make any deals with extraterrestrial beings the costs of which you have can't possibly understand between now and whenever we fix whatever the fuck we need to get fixed. All right? Can do. And she walks away.
2: I'm going to walk back to Winnie
4: and Magnus and just say, I was wrong. I'm not strong enough to continue this conversation. We'll talk about it another time.
3: Valid. Go rest up. We'll catch up later. All right. Yeah. Proud of you for breaking it off, though, lad. That's, uh, I know that must have been hard.
1: I'm gonna go check on Ascarath, and I'm gonna leave these two to talk about their shit.
4: (laughs) You don't have to be proud of me, Magnus. I certainly
3: don't have to, but I am. So there's
4: nothing to be proud of. I've done terrible things, and every time I try and make up for them, just more people get hurt.
3: Well, I'm not really the person to be giving lectures on clean hands and what to do about guilt, because God knows uh, I've got my own to deal with there, but... I mean, look, you've made some really bad choices, and that's fair enough, and there's consequences to doing them. But you've also made some pretty good choices too. Don't downplay the fact that you spent most of your adult life working as a healer, after all. You've saved plenty of lives. You've just been a bit irresponsible at times when it comes to using your power and authority. And, you know, the whole thing uh, with the succubus. But, look, you don't need a lecture from me. More so, um... What exactly was the nature of the deal? What needs to be bargained? And Magnus is going to like grab his wrist and like pronate it and turn it over and see the hourglass.
4: That some time of uh, the Stevens company would be compensated in one way or another plenty of forms to be <clears throat> plenty of forms to be taken um, peace of the soul, favor, etc.
3: Right, well, you don't be, want to be barking in your soul if you don't have to um, so favors I imagine, uh, did you get anything in writing before you started, you know having your dalliance? Uh, did I?
4: No. (laughs) No. Uh, no.
3: Well, then I think it's a bit unclear whether you owe her much of anything at all. Must be a bit of a sloppy demon if she's not getting it in writing. What, are you a lawyer? Yes, actually. (laughs) I mostly specialize in trusts and estates, particularly large hordes, but I do know something about contract law and
4: family law as well. So, could we dispute the contract?
3: Well, I don't see that there really is evidence of any contract, to be honest with you. I mean, it would be her burden of proof to show that you agreed to anything. Otherwise, she's just boinking you whenever you call, and that's not really an offence to lose your soul over.
4: Fair enough. But she did forcefully grab my hand and then put the ticking timer on my arm.
3: Yeah, demons love to do scary shit like that. Doesn't mean it's legally binding. Well, I mean, it might be some sort of binding, but just not legally binding, you know what I mean?
4: So I'm hearing is, I could lose my soul, but I won't go to jail.
3: <laughs> not a bad summation. Well, your soul in particular may be safe, because it, that, that, you can't, it's, I need to call one of my students. Kiri, it's Kiri that does the contractual magic, right?
1: Yeah.
3: Well, We need to talk to Kiri about the specifics, because I'm pretty sure that you can't, accidentally bargain away your soul through like an oral contract I'm pretty sure but you may owe some favors we need to consult with an expert is what I'm saying
4: honestly Magnus perhaps it's best I just pay up Mm,
3: nope firm no on handing over your soul to a demon look
4: do I deserve anything better at this point? I mean, seriously, if I were not your friend, if you heard about this whole thing...
3: I'm... Look, it's not a, a, a really a bold statement to say that I'm on the side of mortals keeping their souls and not giving them away to demons that are just sexy, okay? It's a pretty easy moral line for me to draw. Wait, and, but
0: she's like really, really sexy. Does oh, that you change don't anything? <laughs>
3: <laughs> There's plenty of sexy near humanoid species on this on this continent. There's so many plates. Right, Julie? Wait, no, he's not here. Uh <laughs> he's not here for this conversation. Um Yeah, man. I mean, whatever. I'm not th- I'm certainly not the one you need to justify anything to. I'm just here to help you not you know, like, acquiesce your soul to a demon. Again, which I think is a pretty low bar for friendship.
4: Alright, we'll we'll put a pin in it for now.
3: We could always kill her, too, I mean. Well? We'll put a pin in it. it We'll (laughs) come back to that later
4: understandable thank you I'm gonna go um meditate for a minute and I'm just gonna like quickly run off and um,
2: just I'll probably just wait for a while um
0: Um, I think you do so. It is still the dead of night, and you still feel that discomfort of not being alone. And you think, we still, every so often, the shadows move. But, I would say the loneliness and the darkness, maybe, in this moment, feel a bit more welcome. Han, uh, did Winnie have anything you wanted to say to Ascarath, or did you just want it to be?
1: No, like- I just wonder if she wants to rant, she can rant. If she wants to just not talk about it, she can not talk about it. Yeah. Um, No, no, you you kind of go,
0: Askrath has sort of walked away to get a breather um, and she's just kind of sitting on uh, a log that's been overturned with a stick in her hand and is just sort of like breaking pieces off of it. Tiny, tiny pieces. Just sort of sitting. There's not like any real aggression to the act or in her face but just mm-hmm. sort of mindlessly messing with these sticks
1: yeah I'll go uh, sit next to her um hey I just wanted to keep you company if you wanted to talk about it you can talk about it if you don't we can just sit here and break logs I'm I'm good either way but I just want to make sure yeah. you are okay
0: um, um good I mean I'll be good I mean, it's fine. It's just. I mean, it's not like we were even together, you know, like at that point. Arcos does. It's my business. It's not my job to clean up after him, make sure he says the right thing, cover up or any of his mistakes. And it's just. You know, when you know someone when you're younger. And it feels like every time you see them, you're just looking at, they're like frozen, like that moment in time.
1: Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah.
0: I feel that. I feel that about Arcos. I think Arcos feels that about me. And I just
1: don't really know what to do with it. Right. first impressions are kind of hard to shake off, even after you've both grown as people. Yeah.
0: I just don't really know what to do with this. Frankly, a lot of this is, um, I don't go around the world trying to fight monsters, save it. I sit in a crypt and I guard it. And I clean the graves of people who've been dead longer than our written history has record. And I do that because I believe it is important. Because I think the way we treat people dead and alive, and the way we treat their memories, even if we've lost them and we don't understand them, I think all that matters. And Argos was always real good at believing in doctrine and doing what he was told and assuming that the people who were talking to him were telling him the truth because they believed it. I've never had those illusions. I didn't lose anything because there wasn't anything for me to lose. I keep my head down. That work because I know what's important. I know what needs to be done. I know what brings me close to my God. I know what keeps me close to the ground. One day I'll be buried beneath it. My body resting. In a stone cage. Away from the dirt. The maggots. Oh, well, the maggots will be there, but. One day, it'll just be bone and rock.
1: And that's all I need. Well, we weren't all born as world travelers. We all took our first step, too, at one point. And... Despite your rockiness right now, it seems like perhaps both you and Arcos are learning from each other. Do you know why I'm here?
0: Personal growth. (laughs) To be honest, as much as I like getting to know you and the kids, And tolerate Magnus. There's nowhere. That I want to be. Right now. In general. Less. Than next to Arco's. I'm here. Because when we were in that cave. I asked what is my role in all of this? Can you guess?
1: I don't know. I got a knock to the head so I can't possibly predict what what that thing wants.
0: Whatever it was told me My role is to guide. I don't know what that means yet. But I'm willing to find out if we save the world from destruction or flight. In the meantime, that's just another notch in my belt
1: I'll be waiting to see everything you can do to help us
0: and what about you Benny? I don't want to say anything because I know it's a sensitive subject seem a bit off with your in-laws and I know in-laws can be the way they are but I feel like you're always choking back something you want to say and I'm not saying you have to tell me but I want you to be able to tell
1: someone I appreciate you looking out for me um but you're right it's 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 weird being back here uh probably don't know, but uh I lost my wife six years ago to the brow.
0: Sorry to hear that.
1: It's it's been a journey, but since then I have taken the role that she had in Olfair as a guardian the Gates, of Ulfair of Kraith. And as someone who has mastered a craft, both in, in two separate realms, I feel that it is my journey, my purpose to see this mission through. Partly for, partly to make Kraith and all of the other planes a safer place. Because I often tell Arcos if we don't do this, who will? Who better to do it than us? But what I won't really openly admit is I hold a lot of revenge in my heart because the years I spent with my wife, those wonderful years I did have I know what was taken away from me and I don't want that to be taken away from others and I swore an oath to her father that I would bring this force whatever it may end up being I would take it down. And after that? We'll see what's left of me after that. But it's awkward because partially I feel like the job should have been done by now. And the fact that it isn't is making me doubtful of us of our future, of a lot of things. And I think they're able to see that. But... I'm not backing down yet. And you shouldn't. <sighs> oh. We probably should get back to the group Yeah. I need some more tea. <laughs> yeah.
0: And you guys head back. So as you all probably quietly, the palpable tension in the air, pack up your things. You begin to continue heading out. Um, I guess my next question for the group is how many days would you travel out in the wilderness before stopping or heading back you go one day after another make progress you set up camp the sky is dark in every direction the trees are unchanging the world devoid of color your rations Are running low. It's hard to track the passage of time in terms of days since there is no clear delineation. Typically, even when you have gone through the open realm, you have not gone to a place quite so barren and frankly feels cursed um, as this. And even so, usually you change into a different time of year or something. It doesn't feel like you are walking in circles. It just feels like you are walking into an eternity of whatever this is. It begins to weigh heavy on your hearts, I would assume. Another day passes.
3: Winnie, is the, uh, is the dawn gonna be coming over the horizon anytime soon? I think I'm going crazy staring at these two moons all the time.
1: Yeah, I. Uh, it's no telling. I, I've never been here before. I don't know. There's not, I mean, it's a hard place to get to for a reason, I guess. You know. <sighs>
3: Something doesn't feel right. I mean, obviously it's shite outside, but... And there's no color, and it's always dark and in the middle of the night. But... They're called the Court of the Dawn. And none of the Fey courts are idly named. What we know about the Court of the Dawn is that they're elusive. They're difficult to contact, and they're abrasive, don't like outsiders. But that doesn't really make sense for the dawn as a concept. That sounds more like the court of winter. So I guess what I'm saying is, is why does it not match up? You think that if it were really the court of the dawn, they would be like, Optimistic or hopeful or you know embodying a brighter future.
1: Maybe we just have to keep walking till we find the dawn.
3: I think so. But I also don't think that we can just um trudge our way there. It seems like we've been just heading into deeper and deeper night. And I can't help but feel like the tone of the camp is pretty much the opposite of hopeful.
1: Yeah, I mean, you got any ideas? Is this leading somewhere?
3: Yes, I think we need to, um, be the change we want to see in the world, so to speak.
1: You gonna elaborate on that at all?
3: I don't know where I'm going with this. Um, look, the Feywilds, as you know, has has a lot to do about how you're feeling and who you are as it does the rules of reality. They sort of blend, like the trick you did to get down from the clouds when we first arrived. So if we're going to the open realms, which are, it sounds like, a very malleable uncertain sort of pool of all fair's energy, then we have to be conscious of what we're putting into it. Because it seems like all we're getting right now is a whole lot of deep darkness. And I don't know about anybody else, but I'm not quite ready to crawl in a hole and die.
1: Well? So are you saying we just have to convince ourselves that we're going in the right direction?
3: let's do this let's go around the group and everybody say something that makes them happy i'll go first more than anything i adore sitting in my tower with my cat on my lap and drinking a hot chocolate with those wee bitty marshmallows in it and just staring at the wall thinking of naught else but just enjoying the moment it always puts a smile on my face
1: i like gardening it's always relaxing i like
0: cleaning headstones especially the old ones polish off all the grime and they're white as snow Uh, Julian kind of looks at you Magnus says so it's important that we all stay like in a good mood right we're, like staying happy if we were too negative then we might like die
2: cut to Arcos in the background still crying
3: <laughs> <laughs> has
0: been crying for two weeks straight
3: <laughs> yeah. it's not any different than real life lad when you think about it?
0: Yeah. Um so I guess I I enjoy hanging out with my partner. At which point Craig says I also enjoy hanging out with Julian's partner. <laughs>
3: That's amazing. Wow, that's a twofer. Okay. I feel like, Craig, you're coping out a wee bit, sort of stealing Julian's thing. So when were you going to bring them around? We need to talk about that. I know that maybe I'm not no, the right this, person this to talk right to you
0: about this right now, this thing that you're doing right now, that's actually what's bringing me joy. Oh. This is what Craig says. <laughs> oh, good. The look on your face, yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, I feel... I mean, I don't know why you would... I I guess there's no reason for me to be that surprised. I mean, you're a good-looking young lad, I always supposed. I guess you were plane-walking. I bet there's some surprises. Hi. I don't know that I need to know all of them, but I'm happy for you. Regardless. Okay, I'm talking too much. Hey, um... Who's next? Uh... Ask I
1: already went...
3: She did? Yeah, I think
1: it, it was she I, it, it, uh, everyone but Argos was gone.
3: Yeah. Oh, Argos. I'm,
2: I picture myself just returning to the group, seeing you guys huddled up and just saying, Sorry, y'all. Um,
4: <clears throat> what did yeah. I miss?
0: We're all naming things that bring us joy in life. I'm trying to lift our spirits before we head on.
4: What? Is somebody around here really sad? Sorry.
1: It's a thought experiment. Just bear with us.
4: This is
3: one of my things, so if it doesn't work out, don't worry.
4: To be honest, the only thing that's ever really brought me joy is all of you. Oh, that was very sweet. It's true. We could be in a land of perpetual darkness, and and arguably the worst time of my life, and i Still laugh when Magnus is rambling on about some bullshit. No offense.
3: Arcos, you didn't hear. Uh, Julian's got a partner. Oh, Secret no. Secret love affair. Shit.
4: Oh, my God. What's their name?
3: Where'd you meet?
1: Tell us all about them. If, if uh all about them. If you're willing. We need some juicy news. This is what brings me joy.
3: We need a wholesome relationship <laughs> gossip.
1: We need someone who has a wife that isn't dead or missing. Um.
0: Yeah. Uh. Their name is. Uh, well, their first name's Ilanin. They're from Alria, and. Magnus, I am going to want you to promise to not be mad.
3: Why would I need to promise that about a situationship from Aurea?
0: No reason, but I'd be great if we got that on the books.
3: Um, Well, the name of the game of this exercise is positivity, so I promise that I won't be mad, but I reserve the right to start burning shit if I need an alternative way to express me emotions.
1: Now, Magnus, he's being vulnerable with you right now. Maybe you should reward that. Is the shit you're gonna
0: burn... On me, or else. No,
3: no, 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 no. I was thinking more so just an outward expression. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, they, um, we met when they kind of broke into your tower a little bit.
3: Oh, did they now? Yeah. Well, don't pause on that. My jimmies are getting in a twist as you wait.
0: I mean, they didn't steal anything. That's good. Because I found them. And, um... They they might have wanted access to some information that I may have given them over the course of a while. And they might, um... Sometimes when you're not home, we might hang out in the tower without you. And sometimes we might <laughs> mess with some of your magical things.
3: You what? You mess with, you've been
1: touching my stuff. I know it. All Magnus, of my calibrations are slightly Magnus, wrong Magnus, for Magnus, like months. Magnus, I'm like, Magnus, Who? Magnus, Magnus. Remember why we're here. Remember what we're doing.
4: Positivity burning shit bad. But you understand my
3: astro meter Magnus, has been off by two Magnus, radians.
1: Magnus. Deep breath.
3: Well, that's lovely, Julian. They So they've been breaking into the tower and you've been helping them spy on us and you've been messing with my shit. Okay,
1: okay. They've been having a lovely time together in your tower.
3: Oh, they've been having a great time is what it sounds like.
0: It's been a pretty great time.
3: Okay, okay. Don't skimp on the details. So they started... This started by breaking into my tower. Yes. And you caught them. What were they looking for exactly?
0: Um... Well, they were looking for something that actually you didn't have. Because they broke in and were like, Oh, you know... I'm looking for these things. Well, it was kind of like, "Uh, who are you? Who are you?" And they were like, "Are you Magnus?" And I was like, "Fuck no, I'm not Magnus." And well, it's just you're like a very big, powerful wizard. And I was this is like a year ago. So I was like, you know, a younger. And um, I don't know. They were looking for some kind of spell that. I didn't recognize it had some pretty powerful components and there were like Magnus. We know Magnus stole it and I was like it's not here and if it were here I think Magnus would have told me and if he didn't tell me there's no way in hell you can find it. Um
3: What were they asking for?
0: Oh god, I don't remember. I mean, we they were looking for different shit all the time. I go but uh like they needed like fire from the they said that you stole like fire from the library, and uh, oh, they were asking
3: for a part of the sacred flame.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh yeah. Well, no, they wouldn't have been able to find that.
0: Yeah, I guess they had. I don't know why they were told that you would have you had some or like in that maybe you kept it burning, but I don't oh, know. Until... Well, I mean. There are other things. I probably have it written down somewhere because, you know, I journal, but.
3: Okay, so they were looking for some pretty specific magical components. And so what? Then after that, you just.
0: Well, we kind of got to talking. And I mean, this one admittedly is on me because I was like, well, we don't have that here. But we do have this really cool thing is that that magical horn that you have that plays any song. (laughs) And they thought that was cool. So we kind of started hanging out with that. And then, you know, I was like, well, you broke into my tower and I haven't seen your tower. So then, you know, jumped over there and back and forth and kind of exchanging like magical secrets. I have it all written down, but I, d- I might have also let them borrow some of your more powerful magical art. They bring everything back and it's in good enough condition that you didn't notice. Mm-hmm. But um, I just didn't want to tell you because I thought if I told you, then you might want me to stop uh, that. Well, and they let's think be clear.
3: I would like you to stop letting them steal from me. Well, it's yes. not
0: stealing if they- they don't think they're stealing, because they're- they're just borrowing it from me from you.
3: <laughs> right. Without permission, which is stealing from me.
0: Yeah, well- You're yeah, stealing but they don't... from
3: me, actually.
0: Well, I'm- I'm borrowing from you, occasionally. And it's- it's- just mm. stuff Without that permission,
3: you which is stealing from me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But-
3: But they're hot, I imagine.
0: Yeah, and they teach me cool magic stuff.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's about how wizards, um, make more wizards. (laughs) Okay. Well, I appreciate you telling me. If I notice anything goes missing, I will flay you on a pike.
0: Cool. (laughs) Okay. Okay.
3: Um, so when are they gonna come over for dinner? What? Well, I, now that the air is clear, I I imagine you'd want to introduce us at some point, since they've been yeah. stealing on my shite.
0: Okay, well, they, again, they, they haven't been stealing, and right. I just, I think, they, they think it's been on the up and up this whole time, like, well.
3: Great, most... so they have no reason to be alarmed, uh, but when are they Should coming? Should
0: they over? have a reason to be alarmed, though?
3: No. No, No. not at all. No. I mean, I have no idea how Benedict is going to react to all of this, but... (laughs) Oh, no way. (laughs) He knows too?
0: There's a very complex system of things going... There's a very... (laughs) Your tower is a very delicate ecosystem, right?
3: Yeah, tell me about it.
0: Well, it's just it was look, Benedict wanted to tell you, but there were sort extenuating circumstances. we don't need to get into all of this right now. We can we can handle it later. We gotta get going and I feel like, you know um
3: Is it the fact positive that he doesn't have a positive head?
0: emotions and I feel like if I keep telling the story we're just gonna get into a little bit more negative than I wanted, <laughs> I just um
3: magnus is just like looking at julian just like so intently throughout this yeah and
0: julian looks so like is can't look away from magnus's eyes in this moment it is just sort of frozen in place so yeah i was thinking that um yeah we can invite them. maybe what if we invited them in a neutral third party location and, and maybe Winnie's there
1: too I'd, I'd happy to go to dinner with all of y'all
0: I think that would be I think that'd be great
3: sure whatever you want to do Julian
0: doesn't <laughs> yep and I and and I did tell you now, unprompted, I didn't you know.
3: Mm-hmm. And I you promised can. that I wouldn't get mad, so I'm not I'm not getting mad.
0: You're not getting mad, and we have good positive energy, so we don't die here in the wilderness.
3: My blood pressure's through the roof. Couldn't have been happier.
0: You sound happy.
3: I'm ecstatic.
0: This is good. <laughs>
3: Pagus is going to make a big dramatic show of, like, looking around the ambiance, like, feeling like this exercise has deeply backfired on him (laughs) and examine the world around him as anything changed through going through this.
0: You look around and you're still in the dark.
3: (laughs) Um... I think Magnus gives like a true chuckle and just like let some of the tension fall and it's just like, this is just sort of funny, <laughs> I guess. There is really yeah. no, it doesn't matter, Julian. I'm not mad. I'm glad that you found somebody that makes you happy. So, uh, who's feeling up to leading lead in the party today?
0: Um, I'll do it. Craig kind of raises his hand a little bit.
3: Go for it, Craig. Take us forward to the dawn.
0: Okay. He takes a very deep breath and begins walking. And you all embark for another series of days. You're noting your food supply starts to get low. I will say, for the sake of story, you you try your positive thinking, closing your eyes, going backwards, thinking of the sun, trying, even at some point maybe, trying to go back from where you came when it becomes clear. And... You just keep getting further and further into this deep, deep night. Who's taking watch? You realize you have, you've been rationing your food. You have maybe a day's left. This last night, you close your eyes to rest. Who stays awake?
3: I think Magnus will stay up. And I think when, I think like at the similar time that Magnus like did the uh, positive thinking exercise, I guess we can call it. Yeah. Um, I think he like also like started taking half rations and like leaving more for Julian and the others. Um, so he's probably even a little bit more strung out looking than usual. But I think Magnus is going to take the watch. And I think that like all he's been like telling himself in his mind, like a mantra of the past few days is just like it's always darkest before the dawn it's always darkest before the dawn
0: and you keep repeating that mantra to yourself you look up at the sky and you notice that both the crescent and the half moon almost entirely disappeared By the time your compatriots wake up, you think the sky will be pitch. You feel the wind generally still begin to whistle through whatever tree-like things, not the landscape. And you look out into the night and are aware of the fact that whenever you're looking out at the sky, something is looking back onto you. Whenever you're looking up, you are just as easily looking down, falling into a void, a nothing, and a place where one day, one manner or another, everything you are will be a story that someone else is telling people are sitting around speaking into just entertainment cautionary tale coping mechanism whatever it is and as you feel that pull into beyond any sort of fourth wall that might exist in your world I think there's a truth somewhere some other world that will harken its way back to you something that you need to find that would be impossible to know and as you do so you hear a crack of a twig behind you.
1: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a good Wednesday. We have just released season four, episode 33. And um, I wanted to say thank you for waiting so very patiently for this episode. And I wanted to come on here to say that we have officially wrapped season four. Um, Kind of crazy. Um, And what that means is the very next episode is going to be the last episode of Guildfellows ever. <laughs> um, kind of crazy, insane, insane. Um, it'll be the last, like, regular, like, story episode. We're going to have a season four wrap episode, as we always do. And then we're going to have a podcast, postmortem wrap-up, whatever, whatever, whatever. So... As you're hearing this, if you're in our Discord channel, uh our question channel will be open for both season 4 questions and podcast overall questions. I think we're probably going to like go season by season and just kind of reflect and see how far we've come and all this stuff. Um but take this as the opportunity to kind of, you know, talk to all of us as a unit for the last time, possibly. So, um, yeah, that's that's what we're going to do. Um, which also means this is going to be my last announcement, update, whatever, thing ever, probably. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That's really all I kind of have to say. I'm a little behind on our social media pages, so I apologize for that. But um, we'll we'll get there. We'll catch up. And, um, yeah, next week's going to be the very last story episode, season four finale. And then, um, I'm not a hundred percent sure when the wrap up episodes are going to happen. They may not happen for a while, simply because a lot of us are busy, um, and we're just kind of working around our schedule. Um, so they might not happen for a few weeks. We're going to try to squeeze them in eventually, Um, we're going to try to squeeze them in quick, but if they don't happen for a minute, then they won't happen for a minute, but they'll definitely at least come out this summer. I will make sure that happens. (laughs) Um, they'll come out as soon as I can wrangle everyone together. So, um, yeah, that's, that's it. I think that's all I really want to say. I don't really need to go into the regular spiel that I do because I don't know. It's... It's almost over um yeah thank you to arcane anthems for the the theme song as always um and thank you to everyone who has listened uh thus far and i'll we'll get into it more once those wrap-ups come out um but yeah that's that's what i've got thank you for listening um that's all i've got for you guys today we love you all so much keep your heads up stay safe we love you